Welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast, where we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm Christina Zimmerman, a top producing real estate agent, business owner, coach, and mom of two great boys. This podcast is for all the women out there navigating through motherhood and building big businesses. My goal is for this to inspire, motivate, and encourage you as we go from surviving to thriving in motherhood and business. Hey ladies, welcome to today's podcast. I wanted to give you a little cheerleader high five that you have made it through the first half of the year. We are now starting the second half of the year and we're also starting to see a lot of changes that just happened to coincide with the half year mark or the halfway mark. And whatever industry you're in, those changes are going to affect it. So inflation, uh, slowdown in the housing market, people a little unsure of what to expect with the economy. And we're starting to see it reflect in people being more careful with their spending and more intentional with what they're using their funds for and also kind of just being in this waiting stage of, you know, how is this all going to play out and what do we do in the meantime? So we're really seeing it in the the housing market. So as a realtor, you know, I'm seeing kind of an interesting shift, which has been happening over the last couple months, really, but it, it's been a pretty quick shift. Just watching all of that and then everything that changed when COVID started in 2020, I was thinking for this mid-year episode, I really think we need to make it into a mid-year reset. So hopefully when you were structuring your business plan for the year at the end of last year, you put it all together of what you wanted to get out of the year, how you were going to do it and what it was going to take and just kind of what your business plan was going to be for the year. Normally at the mid-year point, you know, we review and adjust, but I think it's going to be a little bit more involved than that this year, just because we're not dealing with the same market we were back in January. Again, no matter what industry you're in, it's just everything has shifted with people in general, with the market, with the economy, everything. So, The purpose of this episode today is to kind of help you through that mid-year reset for your business and give you some suggestions for the best way to hopefully structure your mid-year business plan and just a quick and easy way to do it and to, to make adjustments that will hopefully help your business succeed throughout the last half of this year. These are all tools that I have heard from coaches, from speakers, from my personal experience in business, and then what I learned in 2020 of just having to shift my business and make it much more resilient and much more flexible as far as where I was working and when I was working. And I was just speaking with a group of ladies at a a women's business networking event. And one of the things we were talking about is, you know, we really had to adjust in 2020 to how we were running our businesses because so many women went back to working from home because the kids were home and 
for a lot of us, our spouses weren't able to take time off to be home with the kids, so it fell on us. So there was an increase in women business owners because they had to shift into something completely different because they were working from home. And during that time, I know I myself really learned how to work from home with the kids being here and and really just adjust my schedule so that I was giving them the attention that they needed and helping them with their schoolwork, but I was also keeping my business going and not just keeping it limping along, but helping it grow and continue to thrive and scale and be successful. And now that we're through that, I think everyone was in that mode of it's such a relief. Now we can get back to a little bit more normal schedules and going back to the office and things like that. But I really don't want us to forget those adjustments that we went through and how we were able to find things that worked. So don't forget the things that worked because you know, if you plan to be in your business for any length of time, there's always going to be ups and downs in the market. And if you've learned a way to be flexible and shift and adapt and work with those changes, make sure you remember what they were so you can implement them much more quickly when shifts happen and changes happen. So it's not such a struggle to be like, oh my gosh, now I've got to work from home again. And what's that going to look like? Hopefully you can step back and go, I've got this. This is how we did it last time. This is what worked. Let's start there and we'll we'll continue to improve. So now that we are starting the second half of the year, I want you to think about where you're at in your goals for the year. So when you did your business planning last year, hopefully you set a goal, whether it was a sales goal or maybe something like opening a storefront or expanding your business or something like that, take a minute to reflect on that original business plan from last year and see where you're at. Are you on track? Are you ahead? Are you behind? I know it's been kind of a weird start to the year for a lot of people as far as sales and things like that. So depending on where you're at with your previous business plan, take a look at what has worked really well for the first half of the year. What methods of finding leads were successful and which ones weren't? What items or products were selling really well for you the first half of the year and which items weren't? What sources and resources and programs and systems, what all seem to be really working well in improving your business. And I want you to write those all down. And then on the other side of your paper that you're hopefully writing these down on, I want you to write down all the things that didn't work. What were you spending money on that just really didn't bring value like you thought it would? Or what products weren't selling very well? or which services are people just not really interested in now that things have changed. Write those all out and then start to work through how you can put more effort into the things that did work and really let go of the things that didn't. And if they didn't work, don't treat it like a piece of clothes that you love that you're like, I'm going to keep this because someday I'll lose the weight and someday it'll fit again and it sits in your closet for five more years and then you look at it again and you say the same thing and it stays in there. 
Don't keep paying for something or investing time into something that over the last six months has not brought you the return you needed because it's basically just dead weight that you're bringing along in your business and you don't need it. Cut those things out as fast as you can. And while you're doing this, start to trim your budget. So in real estate, there were a lot of agents who had gotten hit really hard in 2008 when the the housing market crashed. And listening to those agents, their biggest thing was when you feel a shift coming, make sure you're trimming your budget down to the bare bones, all of your expenses, and do this in your personal life too. But from the business perspective, which is what we're covering today, really take a hard look at your finances. And hopefully in 2020, you did a lot of this already. I know I did. I cut my expenses almost in half and thankfully I've I've kept it that way. I haven't added on really anything since 2020 until now in 2022, but I did go back through my finances and I looked at it very closely and I was happy to find that there's not a lot I can still trim out, but there were still some things. So you better believe I'm cutting out, cutting those out as fast as I can because I want to make sure that my business is set up financially in case things continue to slow down, which they likely will at least for a while. So I want to be financially sound and prepared for that. I have people depending on me for their paychecks and I want to make sure they're not worried about their income. So my coach suggested using the ABC method for doing this and I highly recommend it because if you're anything like me, you're very busy and I hate looking through finances. It's the last thing I ever want to do. So if I can do it quickly and not have to spend a lot of time on it, but I can get the results that I need or the information I need, that's the way to do it. So the ABC method uh, is where you take your bank statements for as far back as you want. For me, you know, all the expenses are going to be roughly the same month to month. So I took a a month's worth of statements, bank statements, And I went through it line by line and any items that were necessary for the success of my business, I put the letter A next to. And you can write this down on a separate sheet of paper. You know, you can list them all out under columns ABC, or if you're like me and you want to get it done quickly, just go line by line and write it right next to the item. But A type items are the things that are necessary for your business. So like I said, the things you have to have to keep your business running, for example, the electric, the vehicle you use to get to and from work or a delivery vehicle or something like that. For me, it's my CRM. It's some marketing materials that we send out. It's the office dues, printing expenses, things like that, things that are crucial to have to run the bare bones of the business. So those all got A's. And then the B items are the things that looked good at the time and they may be bringing in some business or helping your business in some way, but they might not be performing the way you were expecting. So maybe not meeting expectations or they're okay, but they're not great. Those all go in the B column. 
and then C are going to be the items that you're looking at thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm still paying for that. I didn't realize I didn't cancel that subscription or when did I add this feature or subscription or when did I start paying for this program that I've never even used? And there were definitely some on mine and those are the items that you want to cancel right away. You know, they're just costing you money and they are not bringing any value to your business. And when you're done with that exercise, you go back to the B items and you need to move those into either the A column or the C column. If it's something that you think is, is going to bring you the return you need to make it worthwhile, put it in the A column. But be very honest with yourself, just like the outfit in your closet that I mentioned, you know, don't hang on to something unless you really think it's going to pan out for your business and be worth it. And then anything else, even though it's hard, it needs to get moved into the C column and you need to get rid of it. And you'll be glad that you did because hopefully when we're through this season and this shift and things start to pick up again or whatever the market does, hopefully you can look back and say, I'm so glad I didn't hang on to those things. Now that things are a little bit better, I can add some more things back in. But what you really want to do if you didn't do it in 2020 or if you've added things since 2020 is just really trim that budget down to the bare bones so you're prepared for whatever the market brings over the next six months. So so we've talked about tracking and you know reviewing your goals for from the last year's business plan or not the last year but this year's business plan figuring out what worked well for the first half of the year and what didn't work well and letting go of those things and then really trimming down your expenses the next thing you can do in your mid-year reset or mid-year business plan is look back over the last couple years at your sales and your production for the last half of each of those years and see what those numbers looked like and then look a little closer at those and say how did I get those number of sales or how did I get that level of production or whatever it was and really zero in on those items that worked well those past few years and see if you can implement those a little bit more strongly in the last half of this year to hopefully bring in that much more business. And as you do that, adjust your expectations or manage those expectations. So for me in real estate, you know, over the past two years, every listing was selling. That was not difficult. So I knew every listing I took, 100% of those listings were going to sell no matter what, even if it was a dump. Now it's going to be a lot more difficult to get those sold because we don't have as many buyers in the buyer pool and people are a lot more careful with their spending and starting to get a little bit more particular about what they want in the homes they're purchasing. So I need to adjust my expectations as far as Yes, I might take this many listings in the second half of the year, but what percentage of those can I expect to close? And when I know those numbers, I can make adjustments in my business as far as increasing my lead gen time to compensate for the ones that might not close in the second half of the year. So that way I can either maintain the sales for the second half of the year 
or I can increase those lead gen activities to the point where I'm still able to scale and grow the business in the second half of the year, even though things might be slowing down. So just to repeat that, focus in on what's going to change for your business in the next six months and what you can do to still keep scaling and moving forward and at least maintaining, or if you want to still grow and reach higher goals, what do you need to change to make that happen? Things are slowing down, but that doesn't mean you have to slow down or your business has to. There is a way to keep scaling and keep growing. So that will take some time. It'll take some thinking, but you can do it. And if you're new to your business or your industry, and you have no idea what those numbers look like, find professionals in your industry who have been through something similar and ask them how they did it, what worked for them. And good people who are truly successful are willing to help you and they will tell you, this is what I did in 2008 or this is what I did in this recession. And obviously some of the things aren't going to work in this day and age, but they might have suggestions that you never even thought of. So definitely do some research on that and find out what will work for your business to keep it moving forward and not slowing down like the rest of the economy. As you make those adjustments to your expectations, you can also adjust your routine. This one is very important because for a lot of us moms, we don't have the option to go to the office two hours earlier or stay two hours later, or, you know, we can't adjust our routines in that sense, but maybe we can adjust them to where we're very intentional with when our appointments are and when our lead generation time is. Maybe we need to increase that lead generation time and squeeze our appointments into a smaller time slot or leverage some of those out or things like that to basically make sure that you're spending your time on activities that are going to grow and increase your business. So really devote more time to that as you adjust your routine. And if you do that, you shouldn't have to do unrealistic increases. You know, it has to be something that you know you're going to be able to stick to. So for me, if I'm spending two days or two hours a day doing lead gen, would two and a half hours work or maybe even three hours or maybe it's two hours and 15 minutes. But if I know I can get three contacts in 15 minutes, that's three more than I would have gotten with what I've been doing before. So really look closely at that and make those adjustments because they will start to pay off. And then after you've done that and you've made those adjustments to your expenses and your expectations and the way that you're managing your business, keep tracking and track them very closely every week. And then at the end of each month for the last half of this year, review how things are working. You know, take a look at... I've made this change. I'm now devoting an extra half an hour to my lead generation. Am I seeing the results I need to from that extra half an hour? Or do I need to make adjustments somewhere else like working on my conversion rates? Am I getting enough client or contacts during that extra 30 minutes to make it worth it? Am I converting them like I should be? Or do I need to practice more on how to convert them? You know, making those adjustments is going to take time but if you're really focused on it over the next six months it's very doable to continue to scale your business and continue to grow 
So don't be discouraged by the market and what the economy is doing. Just really focus in on adjusting. And I hope these tips will help you as you figure out how to adjust and adapt in your business so that you can keep growing. You've put so much work into your businesses and you don't want to see them slow down after all that work. And it's not going to take much to keep it going, but you are going to have to make changes. All of us are. So hopefully these things will be helpful. So make sure to look at your goals and where you're at based on your business plan from the end of last year, what worked and what didn't work in the first half of the year. Look back over the last two years at your production for the last six months of the year and figure out what worked and what you can really hone in on and use to increase your business for the second half of this year. Manage your expectations as far as what it's going to take to get the sales you need versus what it took over the last two years. Trim down those expenses. Use whatever method you want, but trim, trim, trim. And then adjust your routine to where you're focusing more time on building and growing and scaling your business. And lastly, make sure you're still tracking so that you can make adjustments monthly if needed. That way, hopefully by the end of the year, you can look back and either say, man, I blew my goals out of the water or I hit my goals or even I did so much better the last half of this year than I did last year or I did so much better than I expected for the last half of this year really put these into effect and I hope you really start to see the results from this and I hope it helps you. Have a great week, ladies. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click the subscribe button to make sure you're the first to know when new episodes are posted. You can also connect with me on Instagram at czim underscore realtor or visit my website at www.christinazimmerman.com.